0: From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good Friday afternoon or evening to you. I'm assuming that's when you're listening to this podcast. It is called the COB. It's the 15th of January. I'm Nadine Blaney. Scuddy, how was the day for you? It was
1: a Friday, so it's always good on a Friday, no matter what happens.
0: Can I give our secrets away? We're having a little tipple as we record this podcast.
1: Yes, we're getting ready for the last call. No, starting to (laughs) warm up, up. warming (laughs) up for after Australia Day when it comes back. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Okay, um, so today, dead flat pretty much by the end of the session. You know, minimal rise for the XJO. What was the big standout of the session for you, Scuddy?
1: Afterpay uh, is just killing it. He's killing its competition. It's uh, just an amazing stock. Uh, The the momentum behind it. I've got uh, a lot of grievances and a lot of concerns about uh, the industry longer term. But for the time being, when you've got Stimmy, coming you know, 1.9 trillion buckaroonies I uh, you know coming to a lot of that's going to be going to households uh, you've got lots of you know, strong growth being reported a lot of people are locked down in the key markets there uh, it is absolutely having a whale of a time that stocker It is the clear winner being backed by a majority in markets it seems
0: yeah that hot IPO market in the US this week um, really helping to kick things along as well with a firm listing and going gangbusters look retail sales to that point as well when we're talking about stimulus and spending is going to be really interesting out of the U.S. tonight.
1: It will be. Uh, of course, this is before they had the uh, the rollout of those uh, $600 checks. Uh, so we saw that there was a bit of momentum starting to be lost in consumption retail sales in recent months. So very interesting to see what happened over that key Christmas period.
0: And um, so in the wake of the stimulus package, we did get some of the details today from the incoming president. We will get more on infrastructure you know to come, which will be of much interest to the market as to how that is going to be spending, but all of it has left Amkar Joshi from Opal Capital really spoiled for choice he 's continuing to watch this rotation. Out of growth, yes, recognizing what happened with Afterpay today, but into some of those more value encyclical areas of the market. He talked to us about what some of his picks are. You can listen to that via the show notes. ProMedicus had yet another great day today. It was up by 4.3%. You spoke with the CEO just after 3.30 today. Look, they're killing it in the States. And the network effect, he was talking about being just so important. Once you get your foot in the door, once you get in there, um, things get much easier.
1: He did say that the uh, the potential uh, customer pipeline is looking healthy. I think it was the word he used And I asked him, I said, I made the uh, analogy that uh, no, we've been speaking more frequently and each time we're discussing a bigger contract win. So pretty good uh, no, for the shareholders there. Certainly loving the other uh, ride that's been on the past couple of days as well. But uh, really interested as well, I asked him about the role of technology, or already cutting edge technology when it comes to radiology, but AI. And the use of that in radiology as well, and so that's an area where there's a lot of speculation. A bit coy, but uh, I wonder at some point he seems pretty confident that it will become mainstream in that field.
0: And if you'd like to listen to that, you can access it by the show notes as well. But safe to say, Promedicus it was the stock of the day yesterday, up a further four four and a half percent today. That brings us to the stock of the day is Afterpay. So APT. I don't think you need me to tell you the ticker code. Best performer on the 200. Keep in mind, it didn't enter the 200 all that long ago. So we had a chat with Rudy Filippek van Dijk from FN Arena and Claude Walker from A Rich Life about Afterpay. The pandemic has completely uh, transformed that sector and that company into something uh, completely new, essentially. Yep. And you have to feel, just as a sidestep, you have to feel for all those value investors that will short the stock. The share price, there's a lot of fluff in it, like, afterpay will fall by more than most other stocks, that's mm-hmm. the risk you have here. Um, I don't want to take up all the time on afterpay, but to go, to go right to the core, if you own it, you might as well stay the course because you probably are there for the momentum. Mm-hmm. But that's the best, I think, that, 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 that could be said here. And you have to hold with an iron stomach because there, there will be times, and I think those times will, will come sooner than later
1: of all of the uh, buy now pay later stocks you know after pay is probably the one i would own if i have to own it the the reason the share price is so high is partly just because of this massive momo situation we've got momentum you know the liquidity the bond rates all of that stuff it's not just after pay that's had it had a big couple of days um a lot of those high multiple stocks are doing well and if we see that reverse a bit i think Afterpay will, you know, get hit pretty hard, even if the business keeps going, going really well. So wise words there from Rudy. And I'm going to have to, I think, follow him with what was is essentially a hold recommendation. I, mm. I wouldn't, I don't want to go around telling people to sell Afterpay because basically like I've, that's not been a good call in the past. I myself don't hold it though. And, and I wouldn't be buying at this price.
0: Not buying at this price. The final word goes to Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Do you know something that I notice about
1: when people are talking about Afterpay? There's lots of smiles. Now, I think it's because a lot of people have been long-time holders and, and 10 bags, or 15 <laughs> bags, or whatever it is. And I think a lot of people are smiling because they don't like the concept of the company. So, there seems to be this smiling competition. Just only look at the other uh, two gentlemen there. Was well,
0: I am smiling only because I'm amused at what you're saying. But, yeah... You know, I think a lot of us feel like total losers because we didn't buy it back in March. Put my hand up for that. Two I hands sh- in I sh- the air. I should have just gone.
1: I should. I should have forgot about my uh, my background in like you no know, uh, unsecured lending and everything else. Just focus on the steaming. <laughs> unsecured and
0: lending's not sexy. Afterpay's sexy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course it's a, it's
1: a it's a payments
0: platform. It's not providing credit. No, okay, no. moving on. Moving on. We are not going to end the week with a beef. So if we had to nominate one sort of big overarching theme from this week. Scotty, I think that it's a lot of the talk. Yes, nothing has fundamentally changed when it comes to the U.S. Fed, but we've had a whole lot of speakers, including the Fed chair, Jay Powell, um, not worried about asset prices (laughs) right now. Um, They weren't, you know, prior to putting all the stimulus into the system. Um, But tapering, the T word, has come up quite a lot.
1: Yeah, and that's one to go and watch. And I'm really interested as well to see what happens with earnings season in the other states. I just get a sense the market... After pay's performance a day and Premier uh, no performance a day aside, the general market looks tired. Like, it generally looks like it's absolutely exhausted. Uh, and it, and I'm wondering, like you no, know, even if we get a raft of beats in earnings season, which is almost certain based on previous form when it comes to analyst expectations, if we can't rally into that, then I suspect we might get it bit of a pullback or something on those lines, because the market just seems like it needs another catalyst to move higher. There's so much good news priced in, but we already know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a lot of conversations I had to this week about US earnings talks about you know, the expectations going forward. And really, these corporates are going to have to perform and they will have to continue to perform through the, the second half of the year. Tonight, we get that retail sales read that I mentioned in the U.S. We get the EU trade balance, producer price index, industrial production, both in the U.S. On Monday, we're looking forward to getting China retail sales, China production, and GDP. So, yeah, China data to start the week will be a big feature.
1: Yeah, look, as always, the, uh, the GDP figure gets all the media attention, but realistically, look at what's going on when it comes to those monthly reads. Really important for the trajectory uh, for the Chinese economy, particularly given the, uh, the importance now. Retail sales is a big one there, obviously, and around the world. Retail sales have been boosted by stimulus and the like. China doesn't have that same support mechanism, so it would be interesting to see what happens there because it could be a bit of a guide as to what we might see elsewhere in the world.
0: Okay, we've got another great day of guests lined up for you, Jamie Hanna who is Deputy Head of Investments and Capital Markets in Van is joining us at 10.45, uh, talking about gold. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Isn't it? telling that when I was going to talk about gold, I thought Bitcoin popped in my mind as well. Of course, we'll see how Bitcoin trades over the weekend as well.
1: 50,000.
0: Wow. Hashtag 2021. Duncan Hogg is a partner at EY. He is talking to us about MA, tipped to be a massive year for MA. Looking forward to talking to him about potentially how you could look to profit off that. So maybe a sector discussion. And uh, a little bit later in the day, we'll, we'll be speaking with Helen Bird. She has advised ASIC in terms of corporate governance. She's also from Swinburne Uni. So we'll talk about uh, Rio and um, that battle that's going on in the U.S. over native rights on a site that Rio Tinto would like to mine. It is a very, um, you know, sticky situation for Rio, considering what happened with the Jerkin Caves here in Australia earlier this year. Scotty, it's the weekend, and it's still summer, you know, we should get out there and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this red wine. So I hope everyone else gets a nice little tipple, and now you enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you bright and early on Monday.
0: See ya. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.